I'm the player to be named later. Podcast to be named later. Finally returning to the airways. Uh, it's, it's a fantastic podcast. I don't care what anyone says. I, I, I stand by the fact that uh, my inability to record, and, and please note that it's my, my inability uh, to record, does not affect the overall quality of our product in any way, shape, or form. This is still a great podcast. I really don't see it as, uh, you know, really affecting the, the quality. Wait, so, so you're saying that not report, recording the podcast was, was like a good thing for, for the quality of it? Or? I, 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 never, I, never said, I never said that it, it didn't, didn't impact the, the, the quality of the podcast. I never said that. Um, wow. and that. And that sums up where we're going today. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like it does. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't clear what we're referencing, it should be. But if it isn't. Absolutely. Uh, if you've somehow tuned into an incredibly small level baseball podcast, uh, which I feel like already assumes quite a bit of interest in baseball to begin with, and don't know what we're referencing, I'm very confused. Wouldn't you agree? I, I, I agree, but we have to account for first time listeners, obviously. <laughs> first, first time listeners somehow stumbling upon <laughs> stumbling an upon average us. viewership of about three people per per episode uh podcast about baseball not understanding that we are referencing the just earth-shattering houston astros scandal of the oh what was that was that somebody banging a trash can i feel like that was somebody banging oh, yeah, a trash yeah. can. <laughs> yeah sorry 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 just, i couldn't help myself i just had one here uh... off speed's coming <laughs> we Wow, we're we're really just gonna keep doing bits this whole podcast. The, the whole podcast is gonna be Houston we're just Astros trying out our new material, cheating cheating bits, uh, working on our type five for the comedy club. So yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. So I mean, where do you want to start? It's it's been so crazy. It's I such mean, a, we we've it's such alluded a big story. we've alluded to it before because that's how long this has been at the center of the news cycle. I wouldn't even just say the baseball news cycle, like almost. Yeah news cycle period for sure sports but i i feel like it's it's at the stage now where it's getting picked up by i mean you just had yeah lebron james of all people comment yeah. on it today <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i i can't remember the last time baseball was dominating the news cycle like this I, maybe the mitchell report like that literally yeah. might have been the last time and and even i think this even spans beyond that uh it's just it's the Something about it has just reached across just the baseball lines, right. and it's it's launched. It's a it's a bad thing, I think, to to launch your sport back into like it's it's off season. Like pitchers and catchers just yep. now reported. Yeah, well, uh, every at least every time that we recorded this, every headline should be about how every single team could find some mathematical possibility way to compete which is always the case or about how somebody's in the best shape of their career mm-hmm. or so that's Gene what we Segura. should be that, Gene Segura. <laughs> lean Segura as Josh. we're going to be calling him recently he dropped 14 pounds because he cut out whiskey in the off season great that'll third do, baseman that'll do it right there that'll do it the whiskey alone dropping what did you say 13 pounds 14 14 He's pounds reportedly, just, reportedly. just from cutting out whiskey how much whiskey is Gene Segura <laughs> drinking on an average <laughs> that oh, was a story last year too like towards the end of the year he was putting he was like gaining weight it's like dude you're a you're an everyday player in major league baseball you play 162 baseball games at shortstop how are you gaining weight 
I'm concerned. If someone, if someone listening is in his life circle, he may need to have some important conversations because that's okay. All right, well, fourteen now, pounds well, off of just whiskey. It's it's the it's the Segura diet, ladies and gentlemen. That yes, should go. Absolutely. He's also, room. although I, the the happy part of that is that he he did it because I think he's afraid that Didi already took his job and Alec Bohm's coming to take his job down at third base, as Bryce Harper had alluded to with some of his comments this week. My, I, I'm calling Alec Bohm. I, we, I've been on him for a few months now, so I'm just excited that he's getting the shiny deserves. There you go. But uh, that, that's what we should be talking about. about Philly's spring training. <laughs> well, that's what we should be talking about. That's what the headlines should be. Absolutely. So that's a perfect example of what we should be talking about today. And instead, we're talking about – and I can't get over the fact that you know your two examples are this and, and the Mitchell report. So basically, you have this huge scandal for cheating – uh, yeah. at, at, at a level, you know, basically a flagship franchise over the last three plus years, uh, been, uh, a World been... Series champion over, in the last three plus years, somebody who's basically been the public representation of baseball right now, uh, cheating at a, at a level, a level just hitherto, that's right, I'm dropping hitherto, and wow. hitherto unknown, uh, at least, and, and I also use unknown very carefully because... I think it was, I want to say like Joe Musgrove or something like that. Yeah, so like not only about the Astros, but also I think it was like Joe Musgrove or something like that who was just like, if you did the level of investigation that you did with the Astros in every team, you would, would of course, find something with basically every single team, which maybe. Right, but but at the same time, like we talked about this before, (laughs) you're still the first to get caught. Like you're still the first to do it on this – a scale to the point where like people find out about it. And so, and so your, your two examples of what we're talking about, like when was the last time baseball was this in focus in the news cycle is this. And then the Mitchell report, which is about steroids, which is, you know, been other top three, you know, storylines and problems in baseball for the last 30 years. So yeah, not, not a great time to, you know, be in charge of baseball, which uh, Rob Manfred uh, is, is only like doubling down on uh, and continues to make oh worse. So again, where do we even start? The, all that to say, that was like a 10 minute rant to try know, and figure really out where to start. And we didn't get anywhere because that's how big and ridiculous and out of control this has gotten. Yes, I, I agree. And, and I think, I think the place that we start is just the, the lack of, I mean, the, the rivalry that's brewing between the Astros and literally everybody else Everyone who pays attention else. to baseball. Everyone Every else. single person. Like, yeah. it's, it's crazy. And, and uh, I, think, I think part of the thing if, with Rob Manfred didn't take the punishments far enough. I think he cut the Astros a deal. We can, start, we can get into deeply about the idea that players not actually being the ones being punished, even though it was player-driven by all accounts that we've mm-hmm. gotten so far. This mm-hmm. was driven by the players, specifically Carlos Beltran, who lost the job before he even started a job. Yep. Like that's the whole other issue of this story. <laughs> the Mets, the Mets messed themselves <laughs> so many times in the past few weeks. There's been so many baseball stories that we never get in January and February that we need to talk about. But like, it's I just, I, I, I think my fa- my least. Both my favorite and least favorite part about this, and this ties into your suggestion before we recorded of where to start, is just the every time an explanation in the Astros' defense, whether it be from them or not, comes out, 
there is some piece of it that is so ludicrous that it cannot go uncommented on. And so that like, let's start there as you suggested the comments, because every single, it seems like every single player in baseball who has social media, which at this point is probably about 99% of the league has commented on this story, which is also, that's a whole, I mean, every aspect of this is like, it it, just previously it's all new at this point, like to have, you, you would never see, players so specifically talking about the issues of another franchise in anything ever occasionally one or two you'd have like you know a fight and somebody would comment on something like that you i've never seen so unanimously the league out and on the same page and out in force like every player's commenting on it every coach is commenting commenting on it it. and they're being asked the questions like this is this is and they're responding and they're responding absolutely i mean all all of it is crazy so has there been I don't, I, it's it's almost impossible to pick one favorite or one that's most interesting or engaging. So what are what have been maybe some yeah. of the ones that have really stood out for you? I think three stood out for me. I think I think the original one was what Mike Clevenger sent out on Twitter. Did you see this? I think so. I think I've seen them all, but also yeah, there's no way I've seen them all because, because there's so many. many. <laughs> there's so many people. Like, uh, no, so Mike Clevenger basically is, I think he's, like, getting a tattoo in the video, but he's just talking to the camera in, in classic Mike Clevenger fashion. <laughs> but he, he's just basically laying into the fact that these guys are should be embarrassed to look into the faces of every other player in the league who has actually fought fairly to get this spot, which, right. I mean, fair in baseball is whatever you can get away with. But, like, it's... He's he's so brazen about it that I've never seen before in terms of talking to the opponent, especially in a sport like baseball. But mm-hmm. like all bets are off now because the Astros have dropped this bomb in the middle of the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and we can get into and again, that's the offshoot of that story is there's a pitcher suing <laughs> like, yeah, his, yeah. the Astros in Major League Baseball because they like. Yep. They've they've ruined his ability to get money because he had to get sent right back down to the minors. Like, there's so many like tributaries to this story. Right. You you can't tackle them all in one spot. But that was one of them. The other one I know you liked was uh, Nick Markakis, right? <laughs> Nick Markakis coming out there, and I think at this point he's like completely bald and like a rather yeah. imposing figure physically. <laughs> so like, it's just, it almost was like straight out of like a WWE. Scene or something like that, just being. That's like, what this whole thing feels. Like. Every single one of them over there needs a good beating or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's pretty much word for word exactly what they said. So that that one was pretty great, just from the you know sheer yeah absurdity of it. Like this is baseball again. Like you said, it's baseball. It's just not something. I mean, you get. I feel like you've seen kind of social media feuds back and forth introduced and, and, and you've started to see it in baseball, but I feel like kind of the NBA was the first one that was there pretty yeah. widespread and some of the other sports have come around NFL a little bit here and there, especially cause that's one that just seems like it's always in the, the news cycle, but baseball just maybe because of the unwritten rules of it all, which is like a whole nother layer to this story as well. Like it, it just is one that, that stuff happens, but for the most part, it's either kind of hushed over or just done on or, off, you know, in the dugout or in the clubhouse or off the field or whatever. So you don't, you don't really see it as much. And now you've got a guy who's just, you know, openly like every single one of them needs a beating. And I, I don't even think he was just referencing like hitting them with a pitch, which I feel like which is going to happen, happen at a record <laughs> level 
Uh, and I loved, I think it was Alex Wood who is maybe going back to the Dodgers this year. He was with the Dodgers and then he was with the Reds for a little bit this past year, was hurt for most of the year, but pitched a little bit for them. I think he's now going back to the Dodgers, I want to say. Uh, but he made, he made an excellent point. And this wasn't even one of my favorite responses. I was just like, that's a really great point because that's exactly what's going to happen is now you've seen the common complaint and absolutely true point that the players are getting out of this completely completely free uh mm-hmm. like no player is being punished which a whole bunch of reasons why whatever but that that's the case and alex wood's point was you know the crazy part is the guys that hit these guys mm-hmm. with pitches are going to get suspended and punished harder than any person in that organization with the exception of the guys that got fired which is crazy to think about and he's yeah. right too and he's all 100 percent. Right. i mean they're already talking about drafting a a league memo about, you know, hit throwing at the pitchers. And I feel like, it, I honestly feel like that was a huge part of why they hired Dusty Baker because Dusty's right. just this guy who like, you know, he, he has a lot of regular season success and he's been around the league for a long time. So don't get me wrong. He's a very, you know, respectable option as a, as a manager, but he's also just like one of the good guys of baseball. Like exactly. everybody, everybody just loves dusty and it's Who has like, a bad thing to say about dusty Baker? Exactly. And now he's going to go out there and just be like, you know, please, please don't hit our players anymore. Like that, you know, we're trying to move on and like have this, yeah. you know, it was a smart move. Yeah. Smart move. Which is clear what they're doing and the league is standing by it though. I would love to see, because have you seen the explanation that like part of why they're not punishing the players is because, immunity. Uh, well, immunity was a big part of it. That one makes sense to me. I'm not surprised at all. I think I even said that in our group text, like about the managers was like, players are going to go untouched. They're going to fire the GM and manager immediately. And I think that's part of the pre-negotiations of punishment so that the team itself doesn't get hit too hard. Um, but the uh, defense that, they couldn't punish the players because the GM failed to share the memo that came out about using video technology during games. So the, the league has actually pointed to this as a, as part of the reason part, not the reason, but part of the reason is that they didn't share that memo with players uh, so you, you know, have to. how could they <laughs> possibly know that what they were doing, blatantly cheating, was blatantly cheating? How could a reason? I mean, they're only grown men. What what could, what do you expect from them? Come on now. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I would love to see to go them. above and beyond. <laughs> I would love to see them. I I would love to see. I want the first pitcher that that being somebody in an Astros uniform to come out and be like, oh, I didn't see the memo not to hit him. <laughs> and just be like oh, that would well, also you, just be so baseball you can't <laughs> suspend me i didn't see the memo nobody gave me the memo i mean you can't suspend them because they didn't get the memo about cheating so i can't, i mean i didn't know i wasn't allowed to throw at them any more than i can throw at anyone else you know and where's yeah. i should get a warning i don't know why am i being suspended for seven games or whatever <laughs> stupid number they give pitchers which basically just means one start yeah off start off start take a week off <laughs> No, I think, and I think we should say like a little bit more just about like the the vitriol from the rest of the league, but then specifically, um, you know, get into some other things about this specifically when it comes to Rob Manfred. But I think for 
like the in terms of how the rest of the league is putting a target on these guys' backs, that's going to last the whole year, and it's going if to last not into more. the playoffs. It's going to last possibly for the rest of their careers, and it's just become. I'm so excited to see how it plays out, and maybe that's just me being a little like bloodlusty, if that makes sense. But like, yeah. it's going to be so intense every single game, 162 games. Absolutely. Even, yeah. I mean, especially for teams that are going to be playing them constantly. Um, it's, and it's going to be interesting to see like how, when they go on the road, I mean, how I, are I, other cities fans I, reacting to them. How are these teams reacting to them? Like, yeah. How how much of a target on their back really is it? And it's it. They might be must see television this yeah. year, and we can't. We will never be able to say that about May baseball, like in a long time. Yes, absolutely. I'm really curious. I have to pull it up right now because I just need to see when it is. But the first, the first Astros Oakland series. Oh my god, it's gonna be real interesting, especially yes. if Mike Fires is pitching. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Which yeah, I, I kind of hope he lines up for that series. They have to stagger. There you go. Oh, <laughs> like, my goodness. Second regular season series of the year in Oakland. Where? Oakland? Oh, let's go. That's so awesome. Which is in March. I don't know why baseball keeps doing this, but they just yeah, keep moving up the stuff. <laughs> <Like, laughs> they'll be playing we... their first game March 26th against the Angels. So you've got Joe Madden and Mike Trout in town to comment on all this and they start at home so they should be relatively safe from that but then they go to Oakland which is kind of at the heart of the whole formal investigation starting kind of thing which is another thing we can get into but speaking of the Angels one of my favorite quotes was and it wasn't even necessarily the content of the quote it was just the fact that like Mike Trout of all people was and and like to your point he was asked about it it's not like I don't think he just stood up and was like hey here's a topic I want to go on (laughs) like it was you know but he even went off of them and and just blatantly labeled it cheating and disrespectful and how he really didn't feel they were punished enough and um, the one part of the quote specifically I did really like was he like man it would be fun if I knew what was coming up there, which was funny because you never hear Mike Trout talk period, but you certainly don't hear him really like get a little, a little boisterous. And that's what I thought that was like, here's what I do. You know, I'm only the greatest player in the world, not knowing what pitch is coming. Could you imagine what I could do if I I knew it was coming? Just, just a little like three word slip in there just to kind of, you know, smirk at a little bit, which I really liked, but just, when you got to the point where, I mean, even like Chris Bryant's the same way, but to a lesser extent, and then like Mike Trout, like these guys who are huge stars who are pretty pretty known, like it's part of their image to not really speak up about a lot of stuff, are are outwardly bashing you in, in spring training, like you know you've yeah. messed up. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it's crazy that it got to this point because I feel like. The beginning is bad enough, but then it was just handled so poorly by everyone involved. Yeah. From the MLB to the Astros, like nobody was ready to clearly for like what was coming, I don't think. Yep. And do you, I guess I have to ask you a question. When Rob Manfred bans Jeff Lunau and AJ Hinch for one year, mm-hmm. did he th- do you think that he thought, yeah, this is going to be good, this is going to send a message? It will do everything it needs to do, and that'll be enough, and we can all move on from this. 
I, because looking back on it now, that is absolutely asinine to think. About. Yes, that and, and so that's that's the thing. Like that's what's hard about my answer is because of the way this is all blown up and his response to it blowing up and how he just keeps digging the hole worse and it's just like, oh, this is so much more than I ever expected. I truly think he might have, and and he made it kind of clear that. Um, that there were other people involved like he talked mm-hmm. about like you know we'll, and we can transition into him now that we've brought him up like the issues of stripping the title like he said that was something that was you know talked about as far as i think he even said like as far as number of minutes spent talking about uh was you know probably the biggest topic for them which which i found interesting so like they they talked about it so that that does lead me to believe that yes they thought that that was going to be enough because if they're sitting there talking about all these other possible punishments including stripping them of their title and then landed on okay we're just going to go ahead and probably I would assume agreed behind closed doors that they're going to be fired. But for the meantime, guaranteeing that they're going to be kicked for, you know, a year and that's going to be the end of it. And, you know, there were some fines. There was the maximum, the the, the maximum fine, the the collective bargaining agreement allows, they find the team and some other relatively minor stuff in the grand scheme of things. Um, you know, I think they lost like their top two draft picks or something like that for the next, at least next season, if not more. Um, but when you think about the level this went to, is is very minor. Um, Absolutely. But you just you you know that they had all those other things on the table, so it leads you to believe that him and whoever else was involved in the punishment got to the place where they were like, okay, we're going to suspend these guys for a year. Everybody good with that? Is that, is that enough? And they must have said yes, because they didn't do more. And I think, I think this whole thing comes off for Rob Manfred in the worst possible way. I agree with that. But at the same time, the way that it's coming off, like he made his own bed with this. And the way that it's coming off is that he does not respect the integrity of baseball and major league baseball. And if there's, if there's one thing like, baseball guys care about and especially the the loyal fan base that baseball's had over the past you know years since the steroid era and baseball players specifically in general you don't mess with the integrity of the game and and, yeah. and the idea of baseball like it's just you don't do it and to to come out and call you know even yeah. even as trivial as it is call the world series trophy the holy grail that everybody plays 162 plus for every single year to call it just a hunk of metal piece of metal yeah and 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 now now to be fair rob manford not that i'm in the business of being fair to rob manford like he as far as as far as major sports trophies are the fourth worst like the the sorry the fourth best it's it's the worst of the four major sports we don't have to go there though like the fact that he did it like it's just you do you not understand the game that you you've been charged with controlling for indefinitely yeah I, like what are you doing yeah some of the, some of the responses have been good too lester i think it was i think it was from lester i know he he commented on that specifically today so, so did justin turner and that was, yeah. that was one of my favorite ones too and and lester was just like that's just the definition of like a guy who didn't play the game commenting mm-hmm. on something that's he's out of his league on and that's i mean it 
that that one killed me. I think that was ab- above all else that he's just like you know because basically the reason he even had to comment specifically on the trophy or yeah. whatever the championship is that everyone outside of Houston pretty much one hundred percent agrees strip the title and we're finally at a good place with this. Like, okay, we get it. A lot of people think the players should be punished, but a lot of people also understand that they can't be for the various reasons for the immunity, so they would come out and speak honestly about it. Blah, 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 blah. Fine. I'll get over that. But can we can all just agree. I don't care if they were doing in the World Series or not, which, like, if you didn't get – it's the same rationale when they were like, oh, uh, we don't have any evidence that they were doing this in 2019. Well, it's like, hey, we do have evidence that they were doing it in 2017 and at least part of 2018, and they didn't get caught till now, so why on earth would they have stopped? Let's just throw Absolutely. that out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. They would it's, still be doing it. They it's would the, still it's, be doing it. It's the same exact concept because I know they've tried to defend it with, oh, we don't know for sure they did it in the playoffs or the World Series, even though multiple teams got into it with them publicly about <laughs> that exact thing and that exact <laughs> accusation. And they laughed and mocked the people who made those accusations. That, a that's whole other level of absurdity. That's also where the Astros, like, are, it's a slap in the face of the have, integrity of baseball. How, do they how have, brazen and arrogant yeah. have been over the past week? They have absolutely – and not just the past – I mean, during this whole time. This whole time they knew what they were doing. And you can go back and there's – I think it – I can't remember if it was it was Beltron or somebody or maybe Alex Cora, I think, like commenting on Marcus Stroman and how his little like delayed timing mechanisms and his delivery are, you know, borderline cheating. And Stroman commented on this. This was super early before everything really blew up. Just commented like the audacity of this man. To like in his yes. face, yeah, and then I, I think of, uh, I think of like the whole Yankees calling them out in, in the playoffs, and I think it was Brett Gardner was a big part of it, and then I, and then the Yankees manager who for some reason I'm blanking on his name at the moment, which is stupid, but Aaron he, yes, Aaron Boone comments on it, and I think it was, I can't remember if it was the Astros GM or the manager, if it was Hinch or, or the GM, or was basically just like that's ridiculous. Like you're being a child. Like how dare you like accuse us of cheating on in the playoffs? Like how about you just try to win? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like that man said that knowing full well, they were cheating. It, he knew it was <laughs> happening. They were well aware. Like, and it, and it didn't even seem to be that much of a secret within the organization. Like, Jeff Lunau is sending out emails. Yeah, like, they talked about it. Saying it, like, they, they talk. And, it's not even like behind closed doors. And the like, and the like the use of the and then just oh gosh, every layer of their defense of this thing is just so broken and so idiotic. Like they, you know, that not only today, or yesterday, <sighs> yeah, I forget yeah. who what like like yeah. saying like the tattoo. Oh, they thing. clearly like have no reading comprehension. Oh yeah, about Bellinger. It's like yeah. it's like. Yeah. What are you talking about? Which like, goes back to you my are point. not if you, you were... are not in the air in the the air to be like yes. talking like that. That's the worst doing? part. They, they just they have without a doubt. I mean, you think back this whole basically every single step of this process. Not one person in this in from the organization has done it right. One. There's been no remorse, There's and then you no remorse, and there has been no like indication that this was anywhere close to a decent amount of punishment and then you because go, of the way they're acting. And then you go back to the just horrific 
Azuna stuff during the playoffs and the coach screaming at the female reporters and then their handling of that, basically blaming the female reporter, saying that she's lying, and then they come mm-hmm. out and they take days after it realizes that she's not lying, days to re- respond to the po- They, without a doubt, have to have, if not the worst PR department in sports, pretty darn close to it. It's it's not <laughs> been a good time. So yeah, at every turn too. It's every turn. Yep, yep, yep. But it just it. I don't know the the piece of metal thing. Trying to keep us at, at one piece of this at a time is just. Yeah. It's so disrespectful, and it's it just, is. I don't. I don't. And and the, the the biggest issue with it is is like I was saying, like everyone would just agree. If you're not going to punish the players, fine. Strip them of the title. We're not saying go ahead and because you never know if they were. I mean, if they were cheating in the regular season, somebody else could have won the division. If they were cheating in the playoffs, any one of those series could have gone a different way. So you you can't just go okay. Well, you know, then the Dodgers are World Series champions, or okay, no, the Yankees no, you won can't the American award it League. To somebody else. Yeah, fine. I I've heard even players on those teams like basically call for that. That you just can't do it. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. It was robbed from me, which it was, but you can't do it. So. But the, the very least you could do, and, and, and it's not the least because like we were just saying, the one thing they all care about is the integrity of the game and their titles. That's, just, that's basically what John Lester was talking about. Like, it's not just a piece of metal for me. When people come to visit me, the first thing I do is you know, they, they walk past my trophy case, and it's not an ego thing. It's just like this is the evidence of my hard work. This As is like, what even, I've dedicated my life to. And, and, the, and the funny thing is, this is the, winning the World Series and that trophy is the culmination of everything that happens. The whole baseball season is leading to that. And this is a man who is in charge of the sport of baseball. So he basically just said, the one thing we're all doing this for is just a piece of metal. <laughs> so, like, tell, tell that, I mean, you and I are... are Cub, a Cubs and a Phillies fan. Yeah. Like, ask us what that meant. Like, we've yep. won one championship in the past yep. thirty, years, like two in the past hundred years. <laughs> like, yep. it, like it's like ask ask the fans what that means. Ask the players what that means. Like, yep. it, it means a lot. Like, it's yeah, it's sports, and at a certain level, like sports are sports. But uh, but like when it means so much more than that, especially if you're the commissioner of baseball. Like yeah. it's not, that's not a thing. The commissioner of baseball should be saying in any way. It's been, it's just been terrible at every turn from the MLB standpoint and from the a PR standpoint, from the Astros standpoint. And yet at the end of all of that, despite all of that, it's great for baseball viewership. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like baseball's in the news cycle in February. Like it's, it's this season's going to be like, unlike any other when you're ta- yeah. when you're actually if you're following that team and you know the networks are going to be capitalizing on like yeah. showing this team like it's just at the end of the day somehow cheating ends up being good for baseball again yeah <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's essentially um, the same thing when we were like oh those guys who are you know 200 pounds of muscle more than they could ever physically possibly weigh and are biologically designed to hold on their frame or hitting 80 home runs 
Oh man, that's so crazy. They must just all of a sudden have gotten really good. Man, Barry Bonds really decided <laughs> to hit the gym 10 years into his baseball career. His skull has really expanded. I wonder what workouts he's doing for that. <laughs> he's drinking the the tonic from the Simpsons uh, softball episode. <laughs> but so yeah, so yeah, so like, che- cheating benefits the you know the league again, which is crazy. Uh, it's going to be crazy to watch. I think there's yeah. we we've been on it the whole time, and that and that's fine. It's the it's the main story, but I think there's there's two. And, and funny enough, I literally just posted like right as we were sitting down to start this seven twenty six p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Manfred apologizes for World Series trophy comment. Yeah, I saw but, that. Yeah, I saw that. Just, yeah, but you, you've already made it. Like you, he's <laughs> it's continuing been... to just step in it. Too late for that, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but, like, so there's. I think. There's... Sorry. Go well, ahead. Go ahead. No, go I ahead. think. I think like branching off from this, and I know we wanted to get to other stuff, but like there was just so much here, and I feel like yep. we bounced around too much. There there's were been no structure to this podcast. There but... were at least two other things on the the you know the specific scandal. That I wanted to address. Yes, please do. Uh, so, the I'll, I'll give you them both, and then I'll will I'll just let you yeah. go to which one you want to go to first. So, the Mike fires of it all, the storyline of of you know him being the the first one to kind of publicly, you know, quote unquote snitch, and your reactions to that, and your feelings about it, because that's been a lot of conversation. It's mostly gotten blown over because the Astros continue to make it worse and worse but I remember when this initially came out there was a response yeah. I won't say mine because we'll talk about it either first or second but there was a response that like he was wrong to tell people that they were doing this because of you know quote unquote the locker room rules or whatever so that's that's yeah. one one point I want to touch on before we, we put the Astros thing to bed until you know five minutes from now when they mess something up about this <laughs> And the other point <laughs> was from Carlos Correa's, you know, out, out, lashing out at the entire league for their response to the terrible apology. And it was about the explanation of Altuve not wanting his jersey ripped off uh, and the rumors about the buzzers thing. So I'd love to go there as well. So you tell yeah. me which of those two. Or if there's another one, because there's an infinite amount of storylines to there's this thing. There's so many storylines. Uh, so you tell me where you want to go with it. I, I mean, I think I'd very much like to get into the uh, the, the second point you made. I, I guess I'll start with with fires, and then like also I, I do want to get to this new like what the MLB did as a PR move of throwing out this oh kind of new idea we might change the playoffs like yeah, yeah I yeah. do want to get into that later but we'll start with fires because I think the the whole idea of locker room culture is something that has been just sort of a I think I feel like something that hasn't really been talked about throughout mm-hmm. sports I mean there are every now and then there are people that will go into it whether it be think pieces or whatnot and just the idea of and, and it ties into a bunch of different societal issues like masculinity and things like this. But yeah. like at the end of the day, locker rooms are like something that uh, it's, it's a brotherhood and what stays there, what, what happens there stays there. And, and if you are, we were talking about integrity. If you, if you cross that break that code, like it's it's a slap in the face of the the, the game and, and mm-hmm. how the the whole spirit of the game and I think but this I feel like this is 
Fires being a whistleblower is fine. I mean, does he is it it takes on a different uh tone because he's not actually with the team. Like like he's he it's not like he was ratting out him his teammates. It's it's well after the fact. Um but it's it's just something that I think he he got a lot of backlash even from guys that are like like I think David Ortiz commented on it. And said, yeah, Pe- or it might have been Pedro. Ortiz. It was Pedro. It was, it was definitely Pedro. Pedro. Yeah, it was, yeah. Wrong O four Red Sox. But <laughs> like it was, it's it's just it made that that was my reaction to it. I, I think like Mike Fires. I I could go either way on it. I don't necessarily think of him as a hero, but I don't necessarily think of him as somebody who's like breaking the the code of baseball. Um, yeah, at, and at the same time, it's it's made for a really interesting storyline because he's at a division rival. Like he's yep. pitching in Oakland now. And when he, he went to, I think a media day and fans were, he was the most popular player there. Not that yep. they had many stars to begin with, but yep. um, that was just kind of my take on it all. I know it was kind of all of it, but what were, what were you thinking? Yeah. I mean, so there's a couple things I think, you know, you start to touch on it to it and we won't break it down here because I just don't know that it's our place to or the format yeah. to. But just the idea of like the locker room rules and culture. And it, I mean, it, so much of it is is toxic when you really get down to it. I, I understand the concept of like a brotherhood and a bond. And, you know, that's that's supposed to be tighter than people outside of that circle. But I think of like, you know, I think of all this stuff <laughs> going to a different sport that like D'Angelo Russell got about. Yeah. You know, the the recording of Nick Young just openly bragging about cheating on Iggy Azalea, who I think, were, were they like engaged at that point or something like that? But it was like more than, even if it wasn't, it was like, you know, he got isolated and basically had to be essentially, eventually, you know, shipped out because of that. And it's just like, are we not going to talk about the fact that he's just like straight up cheating though? I mean, like, I yeah, know. why is D'Angelo Russell getting <laughs> the brunt of this? And so, <laughs> like... and, and so it's like the same thing here is like, okay, I get it. That's a thing. And I understand the, the trust and stuff, but like, if you're doing something that crappy, like don't, it should be brought to light. And like, I, I mean, I think there's, there's ways to do and not do it. Like, I think there's ways when like, you know, you could clearly be like benefiting from like ratting out your, your teammate or whatever it may be like, okay. That, then it gets a little weird when you have like bad motivations, like your motivations are not like the integrity of the game and it's more, you know, self promotion or whatever. But I, I don't think that's what's happening here. I mean, you, you touched on it, but the point that like, he's not on that team anymore. Like, aren't, wouldn't this be, the opposite like the same the same like kind of twisted locker room toxic masculinity logic apply if he didn't tell them because he's on a new team now and yeah. and so you you know like straight up you're you're gonna watch your brother go out there get shelled for 12 runs in two innings and be like something's wrong with me i must happening. be hurt I must be tipping my pitches. My mechanics are wrong. Have an existential crisis. I mean, and, and that sounds extreme, but it's not. I think about that's how, how pitchers' I, minds. Work. I get that's absolute. That's how people's minds work. Period. True. True. Not even, and that's people who are just working a day to day job, not not in the spotlight of every camera on national television, like professional athletes are. Like I think about like when you Darvish first got to the Cubs and was kind of getting shelled and he got shelled in that playoff series, particularly by Houston, he talked about very openly about how he had been 
very like legitimately died diagnosed as depressed from that struggle to get back from it. It carried over into his performance from the season. And he's a guy that, that so far has actually been able to rebound. You talk about all the guys who aren't in the league right now. So who, I mean, like you said, there's that guy that's suing them. Like he never pitched again after they did what they did to him. And you're telling me Mike Flyers is just, Oh, because he was on that team. He's just supposed to shut his mouth and just let it happen. So that, that's the, the biggest thing for me. And the second is that it came out, and I don't know if this was real or not, or that he's trying to protect their pitcher, but they came out and said they filed the complaint before he even talked about it. Uh, that, that just came out fairly recently. And then on top of that, like multiple sources around the league have said, like, hey, they were just the first to actually do something about it. We all had our suspicions. It's been whispered yeah. about, like you said earlier, it's been whispered about for years. Like to just go and say Mike Fires is the one that actually publicly said something about it, so he's the reason we got found out and he did something wrong is absurd. I'm sorry, yes, I, 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 I I agree, and I think I think early on we saw a lot of criticism, but it I I don't remember it being a lot of criticism from current players. Yeah, yeah. I feel like everything we've heard from current players. The only guilty ones here are the Astros. They are the only ones that had transgressions that yeah. anybody should care about. It's not Mike Fires. It's these hitters that created this whole scheme. Right. Like it's and, and Mike Fires should not have have blame for that. I don't think. Uh, yeah, absolutely not. So, so we've got that absurd point. The other absurd point that I said I wanted to touch on before, and we can transition into the little. As I liked that you kind of you know, threw out a little uh, teaser there that maybe that whole playoff thing is ridiculous on purpose <laughs> because <laughs> we want somebody to talk about anything else. So we can go there and maybe just have yeah. that. This just be our hot take episode about the Astros and we save everything else for, for a later podcast, but we'll get, we'll for sure touch on yeah. the playoff things. But speaking of, of absurd points, I want, Carlos Correa said a lot of things that could be commented on and talked about and dissected as everyone has about this whole process. Well, the one I cannot get over and multiple people cannot get over and players can't (laughs) stop commenting on is, you know, the, the rumor that they were also cheating with like buzzers and that Altuve was wearing one when he hit the home run off Chapman in the playoffs against the Yankees and very, very, very on camera screamed at the Astros players to not rip his Jersey off and then went into the dugout and changed his shirt before he came back out for his interview. Uh, and having that all be because of a bad tattoo. Gee, Sean, I, I don't know. When you do things that are really cool, that's what you're thinking about, right? Like if you – have you – let me just ask you, have you ever hit a game-winning home run in the middle of the playoffs in Major League Baseball? Personally, no. no. Personally, no. Okay, all right. Okay, so this is <laughs> – it won't be a direct – direct analogy then but i don't know <laughs> have you done something that y- you've been excited about before like maybe yeah. a little bit of hype in the moment maybe just a little bit of adrenaline kicking in absolutely. absolutely have you ever thought about like gee i don't know the belt you might have been wearing in that moment or whether your <laughs> shoelaces were tied in that moment or what you are even wearing in that moment period no no it, it's 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 crazy to think that, especially given the stakes, <laughs> like, it's the ALCS. <laughs> like, you just want, you just want a pennant. I um, can't say that I have either, 
So I guess the conclusion here is that Jose Altuve is just the chillest man on the planet Earth. Absolutely. Heart rate, heart rate. Emotions do not face him. No excitement. Just ice water in the veins. Because the man just hit, you know, really what for a lot of people would be a life-defining, if not career-defining moment. And his thought was that, oh, I have a really poorly done, unfinished, embarrassing tattoo underneath my jersey. So please do not rip it off in excitement because I don't want people to see my bad tattoo. It's amazing. (laughs) Now, now, but wasn't this like just the newest version of the story? Like, Correa was the first one to say? Because I thought originally, like, what came out was he he said, like, he was asked about it in the post-game interview, and he said, like, yeah, my, my what, last time my I was shirtless on TV, like, my wife. My wife, me, Scott, so Matt, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then the exa- story yeah. changed. But, yeah. like. I'm not, even, uh, I'm not even getting into all that. I just want to, I just want to hover on how legitimate of an excuse it is to not want people to see your unfinished bad tattoo in, you know, the biggest moment of your career to that point, that that's what you're thinking of. And and the, and the idea that like Carlos Correa is the one out there, like saying it. He he hired for PR. He even hit us all with the, he didn't want me to say this, but, but which oh my oh my goodness oh my goodness i just can't i you can't <laughs> it's just so ridiculous and various players have had great response i think trout just said like yeah if i ever get the opportunity to do that rip whatever you you know yeah. rip my whole yeah. tape re- just destroy my jersey i think gary sanchez like- said take off my my pants yeah, for all I take off my pants, <laughs> which I'm pretty <laughs> sure was Gary Sanchez, which you know is it, which is fantastic, um, amazing, amazing. So I don't know. That's all I have to say about it. Is is basically that I have nothing to say about. It. I can't. That one's just, just so just ridiculous. Can't get over the absurdity. It just and it and it just <laughs> like you said. It just to bring it back to an actual point worth making is just like the stance the Astros have decided to take on this thing is ridiculous. The fact that you why would you even comment on it? You've already messed up. He's not you getting already, punished. You already like, see that he's not getting punished. You already see that everybody's mad about your crappy apology. Uh, so just whatever. Okay, fine. Let's move on. Why go back? And, and, I, and I, I'm sure it contributes to that whole locker room mentality we talked about. Like he's just trying to stick up for his boy. But <laughs> come on, dude. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, and I think – just the whole the whole thing the whole thing is is worth like i just i i don't understand i don't understand the how you can come out as arrogant and brazen as they've been knowing that they are extremely guilty but that they haven't had any kind of penalty handed down and they won't personally as players yeah and like it's just and as long as and as long as they don't, or as long as that title stands, we're going to be talking about this. And like you said, it's going to continue to be a problem. People are still going to mm-hmm. throw at them. People are still going to fight with them. It's what every fan is going to be thinking when they're in town. It's what every reporter is going to ask be ask the other players about when they're in town. It, I mean, that's yeah. it's going to continue to be the narrative until they actually do something about it beyond like, oh, just try to pin it on these two people, which is just so 
we didn't even talk about that. That's how far down the list that now is, that basically all they did was punish two people, one of which who you could argue, I mean, in Hinge, obviously he knew what was going on about it. He should have stood up for it, but he wasn't even there. By all accounts, he tried. Well, I mean, mean, obviously, if you're you're the manager, you take the responsibility of of needing to do more. Like, that's just the the way that it is of course but like for a guy like wasn't there a story out that he had multiple times had like specifically broken the tvs yeah yeah something along those lines went in and shut it all off when he saw it or so yeah yeah it's it's but at the end of the day like it needs to stop it's i don't i don't really know if i have anything more left to say about the whole like it's just It's crazy, and I, I I can't wait to see where it goes from here. Yeah. Because I feel like once you actually start playing baseball and there's the level of competition that's introduced and the, you know, people are finally – players are finally able to, like, play the Astros and, and yeah. things like that. I, I yeah. just – it'll be interesting to see because I think this entire season is going to have some interesting, like, yeah things that come out constantly. It's going to be a storyline all year. Yep. It's going to be a storyline all year. I'm going to end it on just one positive note because I mentioned him earlier and he actually was personally victimized by this, this scenario. You Darvish had just probably my favorite quote, but it wasn't even necessarily the initial quote. That was fantastic. He just, he came out, he's been amazing through all of this. Like he joked about, because he's still, you know, well, people... Wasn't he, and, on the, he was on the Dodgers team. Yeah, that and lost he got absolutely World shelled Series. in that World Series. And, absolutely. like, personally, like, people, like, all the crazies, death threats, and all that stuff. Even in L.A., like, this is all to you, Darvish's fault. Like, he, you know, and, and he's just been amazing throughout the whole thing. He bounced back from his very, very real mental issues with this and had a great, especially second, like, really good last year overall, but great second half of last year he with the Cubs. so likable for and a guy he, who's not like who has like a language barrier sometimes yeah, yeah. Like, he and he's really started to like, figure it out and do yeah. it on his own and stuff without the translator and it's just been amazing and like the two things that stuck out to me and i just wanted to throw them out because they're funny and put a positive little haha at the end of all this garbage is uh, garbage trash cans i didn't even do that on purpose <laughs> uh, you know he, he said one thing when they were jokingly saying like, Oh, LA was petitioning to host like a championship parade yeah. <laughs> for the, and he was like, can, can somebody get me a new Jersey made so I can come? And it was like the, it, it was somebody had made like a garbage like Jersey or something like that. And that's the photo that he said, can somebody get me a new Jersey to wear? Uh, but then he had a great one when they were talking about like, you know, do you feel the punishments were enough? He said, you know, in the Olympics when players cheat, they can't keep their gold medal. Right. But the Astros still have a world series title. That just mm-hmm. makes me feel weird. And some a bit of Astros fan tweeted back the photo of the trophy and said, it's still here with that little emoji with the hand, you know, little shrug, smiley, yeah. cocky emoji. And <laughs> he responded and said, gorgeous trash can. I like it. <laughs> oh my. And that's that. That's what we're going to put it to bed for the <laughs> you... night. <laughs> oh, you, you, <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite yeah. Cubs blog is Bleacher Nation, and they they shared yeah. it on Instagram and just said, "You from the top rope." <laughs> hey man, so these, these players are mad. These players are mad, and, and having fun with it. Yeah, at least at least someone's laughing about the whole thing. So uh, yeah, that um, isn't us. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, yeah. I guess I guess that's a good point. 
somebody that was actually hurt by this directly. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, April to laugh yeah, about it. <laughs> so let, let's awesome. just let's wrap it up so it's not an ind- so we don't give the Astros the satisfaction of having our entire podcast be about them. Let's hey, touch- you you know it would get back to them somewhere. <laughs> 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 let's, let's just touch. <laughs> Touch briefly on, as you mentioned it, the PR move of releasing a completely out of the blue, completely unpetitioned for, completely unasked for, playoff restructuring thrown out there as a possible option by Major League Baseball. The thing is, like, I think it worked. Like, for a couple of days there, for, for, like, for, it's for, just us. We for, for all like, of, all of two hours this? before the next Astros person <laughs> yeah, came exactly. out and commented on something again. Exactly. It was like, before hey, Dusty we still would have gone to the playoffs the even if, if it was like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, oh, it, it was such an... Uh, Okay, so so the, I think I guess we'll start with like explaining what it was. Like, MLB just comes out with it like something that they're an idea that they have of basically adding two more wild cards. So there's a total of three division winners and four wild card teams. The for, the top seed getting a bye, and then the the top wild card team getting it to pick the other wild card team that they want to play in an initial series. And it was uh, going to be a three-game series entirely at the home of the higher seed. Right. Which was a whole other wrinkle to it. But that was actually the one of the wrinkles that I like. So so I, yeah. I, I don't, in general, and, and we're going to remove Astro's context from this because I want to, I want to actually focus on this because I think there's some interesting stuff here. I really do. Like, right. The, the idea that adding more playoff teams – Baseball has great playoffs. Yeah. And, and like, I get wanting to extend that because you can get a lot of money off of that. Like, it's extra revenue for, for everybody involved. And it keeps fans interested in the dog days of August and, and, mm-hmm. and September when your team's barely over 500 because you would have still be in it at that point. But every – I mean, basketball and hockey do this where half the league makes the playoffs. And it's right. – Baseball is not like that. I think, I think obviously one of the greatest things baseball has ever done in terms of like is, is actually introducing a postseason. Like yep. it's not finished first in the league after 162 games and, and you win the Here's pennant. your trophy. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Here's your piece of metal. Sorry. Right. Let's, let's call it, let's call it what it is. <laughs> with, with an asterisk on it. Uh, <laughs> the, but, but it's, it's just, I actually don't mind the idea of more playoff baseball but that's not where you start. You don't start mm-hmm. by bringing in subpar teams, and and right. not they're subpar. They would be they would be above average teams. But like ten is ten is as high as it should go. If you're not in the top third of baseball, do you really deserve to be playing at that right. point in time? Especially in a sport that's so random. And then a like, three game series too. Yeah, anybody yeah. can win in a baseball series. Yeah. It's just just how it is. It's just a random sport. Uh, giving that opportunity to more teams that didn't necessarily deserve it, I don't like. But what I will say that I did like, and I know I'm rambling here, and I'll let you, I'll let you get a, your, your take on this, I promise. Like, it's the, the idea that a- adding more games, you can, you can do that within the current structure already. Yeah. The fact yeah. that there's only one wild card game yes. is crazy to me. That make was that yeah. a three game series. Make that three game series where all three mm-hmm. games are at the home team. And yep. then what you do from there is turn the, the divisional series into seven game series, which they always should have been. Yep. I, I think. That yeah. I, add yeah. Extra games. 
100%. That was, I mean, I don't have a ton to add to it beyond what you said. I, my initial reactions were just like, this is, this is ridiculous. And that's all it was. It wasn't even like, this is ridiculously bad or this is ridiculously good. I was just like, in general, this is ridiculous, which is, I think, what their goal was. <laughs> I mean, as you astutely pointed out, was probably the goal. Um, but so, yeah, I think that's, that was my biggest thing. It was like, let's work with what we have first try to improve that and then if we still need you know to to, to better it like yeah i'm all for change I, i've definitely transitioned away from like the you know oh baseball is baseball leave it alone kind of crowd but yeah uh, that that's where i would start because i've always found like I, I expanding the wild card i was like oh that's kind of cool but then just the one game i'm like goodness gracious i mean you look at it 162 even the houston astros while cheating oh, oh sorry uh, actually, there was no evidence of them no evidence cheating, of cheating in 2019. No, there the was Houston not so. Astros, most likely still cheating, were 107 and 55 last year. So they still lost 55 times. So if it just happens to be that one day that the trash can's a little mm-hmm. bit behind the pitch <laughs> and everyone's striking out, now the, their the season's over. The buzzer's connection was a little faulty. Okay, let's go to the Dodgers maybe because they're a better. <laughs> so the Dodgers 106 no, and Dodgers 56. Yeah. They just added Mookie Betts, and it just so happens to be the day that you know, pick a pitcher is is just oh, Walker Buehler's out there, and he gets food poisoning, and he gets rocked, and they can't make it up. And now the Dodgers, despite going 106 and 56, are are done. So I've always found that to be what should be fixed first. And I think the three game series with the, you know, and then you still, cause a lot of people complain, well, oh, adding a wild card, like cheapens the meaning of the wild card. Well, there you go. You just have the top wild card series host the, all three games. And then you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about the travel restrictions and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So I think that's a great, you know, a great place to start just for the sake of, I don't know, I guess sort of playing devil's advocate because I believe they said just the top 14 teams, period. It was like division winners obviously were guaranteed, oh, really? but I think it was 14, period. So just just for the sake, just to like as a kind of lasting overall note on this, that would have meant the Houston Astros were, I'm assuming the top two teams would probably have gotten to – First round buys? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's so, what I would have So the Astros and the Dodgers would have gotten buys. The Yankees and the Twins would get to pick, I guess, everybody above the halfway part. It was like you go down the line and then, like, the first team pick gets first pick of their opponent and the second team gets yeah. second pick of their opponent. So the Yankees, the Twins, the Braves, and the Athletics all would have for sure gotten to pick their opponent's uh, the Rays and the Nationals basically would have just been assigned opponents. Then the Indians, Cardinals, Brewers, Mets, Diamondbacks, and Red Sox would all round out the top 14. Interestingly enough, that would assure that – and not, this is a, not a perfect summary statistic – but every team except one that had a positive run differential last year would have been in the playoffs. So you could at least devil's advocate say, like, okay, every team that is, you know, that every team here was at least better than average, so give them a shot. With the exception of, even though they would have a higher run differential than one, two, three, four, four of the teams that would get in before they did, the Cubs would have been the one team that missed it with a positive run differential. 
uh, the, the Cubs would have lost the playoff spot on a tiebreaker to the Red Sox. And then the Phillies were the next next team. The, fir- the first two teams mm-hmm. out. Cubs and the Phillies. Go figure. Wow. Uh, no wonder we didn't like this. <laughs> So, so that's you know that's your that's your devil's advocate at the same time yeah. i don't agree with it at all and it's i think it is basically exactly what you said it's just a let's put the craziest one out there like they probably talked about every piece of this separately and then said let's just throw it all together throw it out there so for at least a I minute like someone's idea, talking yeah. about something else <laughs> do you think do you, that like like is picking the your opponents a serious thing because it just feels so hokey to me. It feels yeah, yeah professional I, wrestling to me. And like yeah, yeah. I'm a, it's I'm ridiculous. the kind of guy who actually likes like the as many storylines as you can going into the game makes it more entertaining. Like sure, like add yeah. whatever you can. Like that's why sports talk radio is so so popular. That's why like first take is a thing because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we can create so many storylines and that just makes the whole thing more entertaining. But yep. like. Yeah, I, it's just it feels so weird and cheap and it doesn't belong in baseball that's thinking that yeah that was I, mean, one I sound thing that, old and crotchety but yeah, yeah see that's, that's just, what i was gonna say too is not specifically that you sound that way is that i was just saying that i'm really starting to lose any bit of that that i have and i'm kind of like all for it let's talk about changes it needs to change and adapt yeah. and evolve especially because today's world is just so different from the world where baseball was created um but that's one i still kind of get off my grass about is like that just feels weird and it's like i don't know it just seems so like petty and not like just just do the seeds and do it by seeding it's it's if, that was just if like anything, a if anything if you're the better team like isn't it more of an advantage to like just play the team with the worst record and not give them any sort of bulletin board oh, material? Oh yeah, goodness gracious! Like, I feel you like imagine it, like being the I team feel like that they're, they're trying <laughs> to to give them uh, give people and teams an advantage for being better during the regular season. I feel like it's doing the exact opposite. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. no matter who you play, they're gonna have bulletin board material. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it, I think it was just absurd. I think it ultimately comes down to, like you said, is that I think that, that more than anything really seemed to point out to me that it was like, this is just get people talking about something. Cause that's the one you can have the most fun being like, Oh yeah. Could you imagine if the Yankees went out and picked the Red Sox or, you know, the, the Cubs and the Cardinals picked each other and you've got these huge old rivalries and now they're, you know, cause they yeah. know each other. And you, you talk about that level of strategy, like, Oh, I'd rather take the divisional opponent. Cause I've been scouting them way more this year. And like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So they just wanted to throw that wrinkle in there because it spurs a whole bunch of conversation, but instead the Astros just keep it. It's the gift that keeps on giving. It really is. And here we are, <laughs> an hour of a podcast later, and we touched on maybe twenty percent of the story. Jeremy, we didn't we didn't even get into the Mookie Betts trade, yeah. or 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 what I think is the most interesting part of the Mookie Betts trade, the Jock Peterson trade. That wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, gosh. I have so oh. many po- opinions on Jock Peterson that I didn't get to share today. Let's let's stash it all. We'll come yeah, back. Absolutely. I, I apologize to you and and the people. Here you go, Astros. Take out a notebook. Take some notes. This is how to apologize. I accept full responsibility for my actions. I realize that they have impacted not only the game of podcasting, my co-host Sean, all of our loyal listeners, and anyone else in the world of podcasting by not giving it the due diligence it deserves. I realize that my actions were universally negative. I will strive to be better. I humbly accept all punishment 
and negative opinion bestowed upon me for my negative actions. We'd like to move on. We're going to try to do this thing right. We're going to build this back up and we're going to be more consistent about our podcasting here on out. And I can assure you that nothing like this will happen on my watch again. And so that better, was, better than Manfred. <laughs> and than that Manfred. last part was probably a lie, but hey, at least I tried and I sounded sorry. That was well done. That's so well done. <laughs> and that's what we leave you with, folks. <laughs> we leave you with how it should have been done. Hopefully the Astros are listening. Something tells me they're not, but hey, maybe they have some, you know, technology that monitors everything that's being said about them. That seems right up their alley. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anything that comes over the airwaves, whether it be, uh, you know, pitching signs or two guys doing a podcast with low listenership. <laughs> All right. Well, to everybody listening, thank you very much. To the Astros, you guys suck. Thanks for ruining an offseason of baseball for us. And at the same time, somehow improving it because that's baseball, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what a sport. Thanks for tuning in. See ya.